0: Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri News Director Jim Smalley.
1: Canadian Western Agribition held an official kickoff today for the six day show, which opens on November 20th at Everest Place. CEO Chris Lane says several downtown restaurants are offering special agribition dishes throughout the month.
2: And we're really excited because it really kicks off an entire month of celebrating Agribition. Uh, the restaurants are offering Agribition dishes throughout the month. People can come in and try them and vote on them, uh, and also uh, enter to win some rodeo tickets as well. And really, it allows us to be front and center in Regina and get people excited about what's coming down the pipe in a few weeks. What kind of kickoff dishes? Oh, I think there's everything from barbecued pork to beef dishes. Uh, Restaurants that are participating this year include Crave and Capital and Fat Badger and Copper Kettle, so it'll be pretty good.
1: You talked about some of the changes coming to agribition this year. Outline those for me.
2: Well, I think the biggest change that people are going to see is the International Trade Centre. That is front and centre. It allows agribition to have a front door and what it really does is is lets the facilities keep up with i think the reputation that Agribition has in the livestock industry and also around the world it allows us to provide a better place for our exhibitors to market what they're selling in terms of their genetics and their and their beef cattle and it also allows us to do some better hosting for our international guests as well which is which is really front and center when, when we go around the world and we talk about how good Agribition is now we have facilities that match that reputation.
1: You also said some of the livestock will be there, too, on display. That's right. So the International
2: Trade Centre is 150,000 square feet, and most of that square footage is going to be purebred cattle and horse stalls as well for our horse sale, but also some of our rodeo horses as well.
1: Lane says the new International Trade Centre puts all facilities under one roof. Well, I think, you know, for years
2: and years, uh, having Agribition in November worked out well in the calendar for producers, but it didn't always work out well for other guests to come and visit, and it was a challenge. So, you know, right from the early stages, we identified that if we could have a facility that connected all of the pieces of Agribition. Uh, that would be beneficial to producers, but also to the guests and the, and the people from the city who come and want to take in different pieces of agribition.
1: Lane outlines other highlights of the multi-million dollar facility. Producers
2: are going to see, you know, their state-of-the-art air handling facilities, which is a big deal when you're trying to get in and clean up after aggravation. You know, the washing facilities for uh, what these producers need to make sure their cattle are in tip-top shape for showing. All that's brand new. Uh, we're also installing new equipment ourselves for th- from things like, you know, panels and cattle handling equipment that'll really be noticeable.
1: Lane says aggravation has a lot to offer to urban residents.
2: Well I find that you know, we get the most engagement and sort of the spark in kids eyes when they bring uh, uh, their families down and it really is you know, how can we put people who are unfamiliar with farming and unfamiliar with livestock uh, right in the same room with them. So that's why we do things like you know, goat yoga and the family agriculture pavilion and our education program which has close to 10,000 students registered already this year. You know, the, the chance for them to get as close as they possibly can to the practices and the animals and the breeders that really do take good, such good care of these animals, I think that's the most exciting part. So when we program the show, we try to create as many opportunities for people to get as close as they possibly can.
1: Tell me about the changes to the Agribition Express. You outlined some adjustments. Yeah, this came from feedback not only from
2: our guests, but also from the city, who is a good partner of ours as well. And this is really about just making it as easy as it can possibly be to come to Agribition. So, in years past, it was um, it was a transit fair that got you on the bus and got you to the show, but really what we wanted to do was reduce that or remove that transaction and make the bus rides free for people. That's the big goal here, make it easy to get on the bus, make it easy to get on the bus to come and leave, and then what we'll do is just take the admission at the door, deeply discounted admission, so nobody's out of pocket any more than they would otherwise be, but we just made the whole transportation piece a lot easier for people. You
1: talked about the changes too in the uh, admission, allowing uh, first responders and members of the military free access. Sure, this was something that
2: I think we are exceptionally proud to do. This is uh, Agribition's own way of saying thank you to the men and women who serve, who have served, not only in a military capacity, but you know we have a lot of people who come to the show who live outside of town. who. Um, you know rely on on services like stars and volunteer fire and uh, uh, You know first responders just to keep everybody safe, and I think you know for us if we can make it easier to say come and see the show come and see what we have to offer and really just give their families and these first responders and military veterans a bit of a break. We're really happy to do that.
1: Outline a few of the highlights of the show. You talked about mini chuckwagon races for example. You've got full contact jousting.
2: Yeah, we have 96 events over 6 days so uh, so there's a lot of highlights. Um, mini chuck wagon races is something that is uh, it's going to be in the rodeo. You're going to see it um, during a, a break in the rodeo. You're also going to see it on Saturday afternoon. And that's uh, that's pretty exciting. There are smaller chuck wagon races, just like the Stampede, except on a smaller scale so they can fit in the arena and they're pretty fast paced and they're pretty exciting so that'll be fun uh, like I said jousting is back that's always a favorite and one of the things we've added this year is equine or horse entertainment on Monday night for free in the Brand Center so uh, people can come and they can get up close and see uh, some of the amazing things that uh, horses can do we've got a celebrity horse trainer in uh, who's going to do some trick riding and he puts on a pretty good show uh, so that'll be fun
1: Chris Lane is the CEO of Canadian Western Aggravation which opens in less than 3 weeks and runs Monday, November 20th to Saturday, November 25th. The Farm Fitness and Finance Forum kicked off the 29th annual Grain Miller's Harvest Showdown in Yorkton today. There was a panel discussion this morning on assessing the worth of land involving representatives from the Saskatchewan Assessment Management Agency parkland appraisals and Hammond Realty. Wade Berlinick is with Hammond Realty. He says location is only one factor in determining the value of farmland.
0: It will pay a certain amount, but more than anything, it's the value of the quality of the land. What can the farmers do with it? And uh, good grain land is in high demand, and they'll pay a good good price to get it. So location a certain amount, but certainly, first and foremost, the
1: quality of the land. Berlinick says high end grain land in east central Saskatchewan remains in strong demand and hard to get. Lighter grainland sales are moving slow and pasture is steady. He says the larger packages receive a lot of interest from out of province or out of country buyers, and sometimes premiums can reach two hundred dollars a cultivated acre for packages of twenty quarters or more. Wade Berlinick is a realtor with Hammond Realty in Yorkton and was part of a panel discussion today at the annual Grain Miller's Harvest Showdown in Yorkton. RCMP are investigating an unusual case of littering in northeast Saskatchewan. Sometime during the month of September, police say someone unloaded a grain truck with spoiled canola onto grid roads in the arm of Arbor Field. At least one vehicle sustained $2,600 damage after colliding with a grain pile. Carrot River RCMP is asking anyone with information to provide them with details. It's an urgent issue from all sides, but no decision will be made until all the information is in. That from Environment Minister and the Minister responsible for the Water Security Agency about a proposed drainage system for the flooded Quill Lakes area which would move water that's more saline downstream and into Last Mountain Lake. Dustin Duncan says farmers upstream are dealing with years of flooding of farmland and of property and would like to begin the drainage project now heading into winter when there's less impact for wildlife.
2: You know they want to get construction underway obviously and I think People can understand that, considering what people in that area have faced for for some time, but we're not going to rush a decision without the information
0: that the proponents need to send to us.
1: Duncan explains there is concern from those downstream that the project had already been approved because there wasn't going to be an environmental impact assessment. But he says that's because it's not considered a development. But the Water Security Agency has a whole host of conditions that need to be satisfied first before the project can proceed. The Market Update on the Source 620 CKRM. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were moving up in early trading. Durham rose 83 cents at 261.95. Canola gained $1.10 at 492.24. Oats went up 913 at 164.21. Number one red spring wheat increased 294 at 244.66. The rest were unchanged. Feed barley 163.62 flax 45025 yellow peas 26454 and feed wheat 13648 on the Minneapolis grain exchange this morning December spring wheat is up one and a half cents at 614 and a quarter cents a bushel
0: the livestock report on the source 620 CKrm
3: Good afternoon this is the Yorkton Heartland livestock mark report for Wednesday November the 1st a nice run here with 2900 head in the sort 300 cows and bulls a total of 3200 for the day. Cows and bulls selling pretty much steady with last week. D1, D2 cows, 72 to 82. Sales to 84, 85. A few cows hit over 90. D3 cows, 65 to 75. Cows are averaging 81 and a quarter. Good bulls, 95 to 105. Sales to 110. The bulls are averaging 101. Today's pre-sort sales steady to stronger in spots. These order buyers, they're kind of scary this morning. Some highlights on the steer side. 400-pound steers, 275. 500-pounders, 245, 550-pound steers, 230, 650s, 225, and my favourite pen, 700-pound steers, 218, 775-pound steers, 214. We still have some yearling steers here, 850-pound yearling steers, 204, and 950-pound steers, 195. Next week, November sale is full. When some excitement, the 29th Annual Grain Millers Harvest Showdown, Showdown, starts today and goes till Saturday heavy horse poles dog stock competition rodeo Friday and Saturday and the commercial cattle sale on Friday at four featuring black and red angus black and red cemental tans and even a pen of speckled park heifers all bred sale starts at four o'clock on Friday at the Igra pavilion also rodeo dances Friday and Saturday that's it for this week I'm Harvey Exner have a good
0: day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham's sold 7,400 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 152 to 157 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,300 head, selling in a range of 151 to 159 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and four contract prices opened up this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was down 37 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2893. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.53 cents U.S. U.S. negotiated cash markets were lower in yesterday's trade, with most regions reporting a $0.40 cent U.S. 100 rate decline in cash bids. Wholesale pork prices were steady to higher with primal cuts such as bellies and hams, destined largely for the domestic market, gaining value. With the whole pork carcass price 5% higher than a year ago and more than a 4% increase in recent pork production, domestic demand appears to be in great shape. Nearby lean hog futures gained more than $2.00 yes, a hundredweight in trade yesterday. And current values represent good value in the context of the heavy supply. Jim Smalley's Weather on the source. 620 CKRM.
1: The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Light snow, wind northeast 20 gusting to 40, the high near zero. Tonight, cloudy, 60% chance of flurries, the low minus 6. Tomorrow, cloudy, 60% chance of flurries in the morning and early in the afternoon. Wind southeast 20, the high minus 3, the low minus 8. Friday, cloudy, the high minus 3, chance of evening flurries, the low minus 7. Saturday, cloudy, 70% chance of flurries, the high minus 1, the low minus 6. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high minus 4, the low minus 11. Monday, partly cloudy, the high minus 6, the low minus 11. Tuesday, sunny, the high near minus 2. The normal high is plus 4, the normal low minus 8. The sun rose at 7.49 this morning. It sets at 5.35 this afternoon. Around the province, Estevan and Saskatoon both minus 3. Swift Current minus 4. Weyburn is minus 2, Yorkton also minus 2. In Regina with light snow it's minus 3. That's 26 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northeast at 27 gusting to 37. Humidity 86%. The barometer rising 100.4. Light snow in Moose Jaw, minus 3. Winds are from the northeast at 22. Once again, Regina, light snow, minus 3. That's 26 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.